I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Joe and Amber Podcast. He made his intentions clear all along. Didn't you get it? His intentions, they were clear. I mean, duh. He wants to play for the New York Jets. That's what we learned today from Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show. He acted like we were all idiots. Like, he's been clear this whole time. He's not the holdup at all. He's been completely transparent with us. Joe Fortenbaugh, Amber Wilson. You can find him on social at Joe Fortenbaugh. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. You also can tell your sports speakers to play ESPN radio. It is that simple to hear us. That was one of my favorite parts about today. I... They... I bought into it. Hook, line, and sinker. They got me. They got me. I tuned in live to the Pat McAfee show to hear Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show. And talk about word salad, first of all. You always accuse me of word salad. Oh, that yeah. Man, you and him are two peas woo, in a pod. That may, Me and him having a conversation. That would be something. <laughs> That'd go on all day. That would I mean, go on all day. You had to love it today. One. He wouldn't have one from me because I have ESPN next to my name, right? So he'd probably give me the Diana Rossini treatment where he just wouldn't hit me back at all. But if we did, in fact, ever have a conversation, that thing would never end. And it might go in circles. We wouldn't learn much. But I guess we did learn today that we're the dummies because he's always wanted to play for the New York Jets, at least since the season ended. I mean, how much time do we, do we have to dissect this tonight? Because as that interview with McAfee continued to unfold, layer after layer after layer was a talking point. Was it, it, We have so many talking points from this. The first thing I have written down, I can talk to you about anything you want to talk about regarding this. I could do this all night. The first thing that comes to mind is how conflicted is this guy? Like in a day, his day to day life, how conflicted is he? Let's run through this, all right? So, in one moment, he's telling us he went into the retreat, 90% certain he was going to retire. But then he came out and he wants to play for the Jets. How does that happen? Number one. Number two, <laughs> for years, he has been trying to hold the Packers hostage, complaining about what goes on there. And then he's now upset that they're moving on from him, mm-hmm. as if for some reason. How do they have the audacity to move on from him? He calls out repeatedly reporters and their, quote, sources. They don't know me. They're not close to talk to my inner circle. And then when a guy like Adam Schefter or Diana Rossini reach out, he doesn't want to talk to him. And then the ultimate one, the guy who was as anti-vaccine as anyone on the planet Mm -hmm. goes to play for the guy who's the heir (laughs) to the Johnson & Johnson pharmaceutical company. How conflicted is this guy? That is every at every turn, it's the polar opposite of what you would think. It is fascinating listening to them talk. There's so much funny in this, and I don't think he's intending to be funny, no. but there's so much. Fu- the first funny component is the first thing you mentioned, where you are retired. You are going to retire, which, I mean, if, right. they say if you're thinking about retiring in that sport, then it ain't good news. Let's put it that way for New York Jets fans, because they say the second you start thinking about retiring in that sport, then it's probably over before you even know it's over. He wasn't just thinking about it. Apparently, he was planning on it. He was 90% retired. But That's what's a big- Number, to me, that's a 
That's a very big number. But what's hilarious to me about that is then you go live in darkness for four days and you emerge. I want to play for the New York Jets. The Jets. And like who in the history of the world has gone into some like portion of their lives where they're really searching their souls and they're spending a lot of time deep thinking and they emerge from that with the conclusion, the New York Jets. That's the organization. <laughs> That I have to be with. Like the Jets over all these years have just laid out the foundation of where one of the all-time great quarterbacks wants to be. I I I love this guy. I think he is a fascinating listen. I hope post career he stays in the public light and shares his thoughts. What I laid out at the beginning of the show is not a criticism of him at all. I just find it fascinating that at one turn you'll hear one thing and then seemingly three minutes later it's a completely different situation. The idea that he was so banged up about reporters and their sources and how they don't know him, they don't know anyone close to his camp, and then Schefter or Rossini will reach out and he'll just refuse to talk to like what do you want what do you want you're upset that the message is incorrect but then when someone wants to get it correct you don't want to talk to them either it's also, just it does, fascinating it feels like diana rossini has had it correct by the way because even though he said well it's like this notion that i handed a list to the jets of the players i wanted he was like now i, I mean i didn't do that and that that's ridiculous but then he right. went on to say you know i did mention some guys that i've played with before that you know i i might like playing with again and i did mention Obel- odell beckham junior who wouldn't want to play with that guy it's like well you kind of handed them a list it sounds like yes so to speak Aaron uh, it sounds like that reporting was a little bit more accurate than you're giving it credit for maybe he didn't hand it to him maybe it was an email maybe it was a text (laughs) maybe it was a phone call so maybe he's right maybe he didn't hand them a list but if the word had been communicated a list Mm -hmm. to the Jets would we be having this issue now just all and, and by the way buried in this Kudos to Pat McAfee. There were over half a million people watching this today. McAfee has become the king, the new Larry King, the new Walter Cronkite. I'm not sure how the country is going to feel about the direction we have gone from Cronkite to King to George Stephanopoulos to to Pat Pat McAfee, McAfee. but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. That was incredible. We knew it was coming. We knew the announcement was going to come on that show. McAfee has done a tremendous job with it. Kudos to Aaron Rodgers for being as open as he was. There's so many jokes people can make about him, but I love the fact that he shows up, that he does the interview, that he lays all that out for everyone. To the people who are criticizing him today, go eat an apple and try to figure out your life with some fresh air. I think it's just amazing, amazing content. And again, the guy chooses the eve of March Madness. He's trying to take the spotlight away from March Madness. A year and a half after taking it away from the NFL draft. I love the idea that Pat McAfee, when we were watching him punt footballs for the Indianapolis Colts, we could have been thinking that dude, that guy is going to be the next Oprah. He's going to be the next Larry King, right? That guy. Isn't he the guy that got drunk and jumped into the river and got uh, like a citation from the cops during his playing days? Incredible. Just an incredible evolution. An incredible evolution. I, I, I listen. I, I'm not. Pat McAfee's show is certainly entertaining. I, I don't really know what McAfee's doing. That's so remarkable. He just has access to Aaron Rodgers. Like Aaron Rodgers has chosen him and that show 
to lend his voice to. And that's why we're all tuning in. Honestly, Aaron Rodgers could have had that same conversation on any platform. We would have all been there for it because it's the Aaron Rodgers experience. And we are all living somehow this experience, even though I'm not sure any of us really want to be. I like that. James I do. Steele, I'm here for it. You're here I for am it. here for it. I am finding it. I'm starting to find it more amusing. Like now that I'm getting more information and I feel like I'm actually getting somewhere with what Aaron Rodgers actually apparently wants. I am finding the whole thing very amusing. James Steele wrote on my Good. screen, darkness and the Jets go hand in hand. I yes. think which is a solid point out of you, James. Uh, but I'm still tickled by the idea that he went into a dark hole for four days with soul searching and emerging from that. He thought, you know what? The Jets. That's my dream. It's That's Jets. why I'm bulking my 90% desire to retire. We are going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers' all show. Long yes. an extra 30 minutes of Joe and Amber tonight. We were taking you up until 9.30 p.m. Eastern. You can give us a call. Let us know your thoughts on what happened today with Aaron Rodgers. It appears he's coming to the New York Jets. It ain't a done deal. I'm not sure that he did the Jets any favors today, frankly, (laughs) because I'm not sure that they have the negotiating power now moving forward. A deal still has to be worked out between the Jets and the Packers. You can chime in if you want. 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. Joe and Amber's on ESPN Radio. Go eat an apple and try to figure out your life with some fresh air. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm not here for this. I think this is rude and unnecessary. It's the not, guy though. is just feeding us content. He's doing his uh, doing our jobs for us. He is feeding us content. Now, it might be because he's a little vain, but it is helpful to True. us that he is that, and some of that is certainly earned. And, of course, we are talking about Aaron Rodgers. We're also taking your phone calls, lots of reaction on the call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Joe and Amber is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Let's get to it. 
David. David is in Texas. David, thanks for the call. What do you have on Aaron Rodgers? Well, what other team did you expect him to pick after spending four days in a dark room <laughs> drinking the special tea to help you clear your mind? What other team would pop to mind but the Jets? <laughs> You know, David, it is a fair point uh, because originally I did find it very amusing that Aaron Rodgers is 90%, 90% retired and that he comes out of darkness and thinks that hot dog, that is the franchise that I have to pay play for. But I guess if you spend a lot of time in darkness, then maybe the New York Jets does come to your Let's mind. dive in on that for a moment. I, I, I think, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun with some of this, but I think there's some serious elements to it. What happened there? What possibly happened that you went into this darkness retreat after everything that's gone on in your life and your career, and when you went in, 90%, I'll take you at your word, maybe give or take some, but he clearly wasn't like 50-50 looking for an answer. He is a guy that, according to his words, and I'm going to take him at his words, that he, in his mind, was pretty much done playing professional football. He goes into a darkness retreat. Whatever happens, happens. He reemerges, and it's the Jets. And it's the Jets. And again, I'm not making a joke. Like, what could have possibly happened to go from retirement to the Jets? Also, why not back to Green Bay? Why didn't you want to continue playing with the Packers? That's fascinating because he seemed very aggrieved. He seemed like a guy who is being told by the Packers they're moving on. It's not Rodgers saying he's done with the Packers that so many of us suspected for so long. It turns out the Packers are done with Rodgers, and he's clearly not happy about it. So is this just him coming back to play to spite them? Well, he did say that he was hearing that they were shopping him around. Like, it was a huge shock to him that they might be shopping him around before he went into the darkness retreat. Well, yeah, but they were telling about how he him. He doesn't want to play. He doesn't know if he wants to play there. Of course they're going to shop right. him. Right. And then, well, exactly. But he seems very offended by that and that, or that he wants to play at all. And it's like, okay, so they're considering their options. But apparently he's very hurt by that. And then he goes into the darkness retreat. And he said that they had told him, like, take the time you need to make your decision. And then he comes comes out of the darkness retreat and at least according to Aaron Rodgers the Packers mindset seemed to have changed here is the Packers quarterback everything that I was told in the week that I was in Green Bay was take as long as you want we want you to retire Packer you know you want to come back and play obviously the door is wide open so that was the information that I was going that was that I was going on now when I came out of the darkness something changed I'm not exactly sure what that was, but something changed. I got back to my phone after five days off of it, you know, hundreds of text messages and emails and all different things. Um, I realized that there had been a little bit of a shift. A little bit of a shift. So he is putting that onus on the Packers, saying that it wasn't necessarily his mindset about where he wants to play that changed. It was theirs. They didn't want him anymore. So now he's moving forward playing for somebody else. I, I first of all, I love it how all of this is centered around this darkness retreat. That this was not just part <laughs> of his off season. This is like the amazing. catalyst to everything. Is this darkness retreat? It is the most single most important event in the entire Aaron Rodgers timeline of his life. Is this darkness retreat? So you go in, and by the way, I would love to go back and get some audio. I know it's going to be very tough, tough to do, but him talking pre darkness retreat about how he felt because he makes it sound like the Packers said, you know, the doors wide open. If you retire, you retire. Fine. If you want to come back, doors wide open. But when he went on McAfee, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he repeatedly allude to the fact like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to retire. I don't know if I want to play somewhere else. It's not like he told the Packers, look, it's either you or retirement. Let's figure it out. He was dancing around and flirting with every 
everybody. The Packers had to make phone calls. They had to figure out what the options were going to be. Free agency was coming up. The guy did not do his best to put them in a spot where they could make a great decision, right? Like, there are time constraints here. And if you want to go into the dark for four days right up against free agency, that's fine. But they need to conduct business. You are not the franchise. You are a part of the franchise. So if you come out and you feel like things have shifted, it's probably because of you, your actions and your words. He came out wanting to be the general manager of the New York Jets, uh, not just a quarterback, (laughs) apparently, for the New York Jets as well. What's amazing is is what you just said, the timing of this. Like He just said in that bite, he didn't have his phone for five days. Five days nobody could communicate with you right before the legal tampering period. Five days. And I can't you're go surprised. Five on my phone. I can't go right. five minutes. But also, you're surprised that the people in the front offices of these teams are, you know, doing their jobs that they have to show up for during those five days because right. that's quite literally what they're paid to do. They're not doing it on your time or around your schedule. Let's get back to your phone calls. Triple eight, say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine. Three seven seven six. Melvin is in Kansas City. Melvin, thanks for the call. What do you have on Aaron Rodgers? Hey, well, Aaron Rodgers, what he's doing, he's what I call, he's hustling backwards. Because, see, he brought all this attention to himself. And if we remember, when he walked off after Detroit beating the last game of the season, he didn't want to give his jersey up, so he built up all this hype. Now he's going to New York, the media capital of the world. And if he doesn't reach the playoffs, and we all know, the AFC is way, the AFC as a whole conference is way tougher than the NFC North. He has to go up against the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL right now. So when he loses, because remember he was crying because he didn't get an NFC championship game at home. He got that and he failed. So when he fails in New York, which is he going to do? Because he's not going to make it to the tenth Super Bowl. He's going to be crying, and we're going to go through all this next year. I don't know if I want to come back. I don't want to know if I want to do that. He should have just went on and retired because he's going to end on a sour note. Thank Thanks, Melvin, for the call. That's and is fantastic. he going to be able to blame it on the lack of weapons around him when he has chosen the weapons around him? Like, you're screaming in Green Bay. They don't put the right weapons around me. And then you get to New York and you bring those same weapons around you. Another component that I find hilarious about Aaron Rodgers. Joe, real quick, before we run out of time, I want to get to what you wanted to do there. Here is Aaron Rodgers from February 7th on the Pat McAfee show about how hard it is to decide whether to walk away. I said a lot of kind words that I meant about Tom last year when he retired. I have a ton of respect for him and obviously what he's accomplished, one of one for sure. Seems like this one is the final final. There's not going to be a change of heart, but I think there always needs to be that room, even I think uh, unless you have some sort of major injury. I don't know anybody can ever be 100% when they say they're retired. If some crazy opportunity comes up that you just can't pass and you still have the itch, I think leaving the door open is probably not the worst thing. So that was him talking about Tom Brady's retirement, but obviously talking in circles about what he's grappling with with retiring. That was February 7th. We've been playing this game with Aaron Rodgers for a long time. I, it, it feels and to me, and we'll come back on this. I want more calls on this. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. It feels like it was he went into this darkness retreat, and when he came out, And he apparently came across the notion, the very notion that the Packers might be looking to move on from him, that he was sensitive and that that offended him and completely changed the path of where he was headed. Doesn't it feel like that? 
it feels like he's in the relationship where like constantly he's telling the woman, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Right. I don't know if I want to be with you anymore. Like I'm trying to decide. And then all of a sudden one day she wakes up and she's like, I, I player. Like you don't have to be with me anymore. Then I'm moving on. And then he is yeah. so offended that yeah. she might be moving on now. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joe and Amber's presented by Progressive Insurance and brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. We're going to get back to your Aaron Rodgers phone calls in just moments. Triple eight, say ESPN 888-729-3776. But first, we got to give you a little opportunity to make some money. Let's get to it. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. Back to our winning ways last night. That's how it's done. Heading into March Madness, we went three and one plus one point nine units season long. Forty two and forty three is the record, but the units are what matter, and we're up eight point five. This one starts in less than ten minutes, so saddle up, partners. Joel Embiid over three and a half assists minus one thirty against Cleveland. He averages four point one assists per game on the season, fine, but that number jumps to five point six against Cleveland over the last two years. He's gone over this mark against Cleveland in five of those six games. Why? Well, tonight there's no Jared Allen, so what they're going to do is throw Evan Mobley at him, and then they're going to try to double him. And when they double him, Embiid has gotten really good at finding the open player and kicking him the ball for an open look. All we need is four assists tonight. It's going to happen. I probably shouldn't phrase it like that. I hope it happens. Joel Embiid over three and a half assists. Pizza money number one. I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Do you envision yourself playing multiple years with the Jets, or is it just a one-year type thing? Be adults, settle it clearly, keep the kids in mind, and move on. We are taking your phone calls. Lots of reaction on the call-in line about Aaron Rodgers. Imagine that. Triple eight. Say ESPN. Susan. Susan is in Florida. Susan, thanks for the phone call. What do you have for us on Aaron Rodgers? With all of the drama that we had last year, and I just feel he's using the Jets because of the Packers, and I just can't get behind this whatsoever. Thanks for the call, Susan. <laughs> I do wonder, it, you know, it, is Aaron Rodgers using any of these organizations at this point? It's funny because he kept saying on Pat McAfee today, Joe, that he's not painting himself as the victim in any way. But he did also go on numerous times to make himself sound a bit like one when it comes to this situation. He's very conflicted. It's what we started the show with, and I just 
he'll say one thing and then he does another. He gets very upset. He made it clear on McAfee's show previously about these reporters, Rappaport, Schefter, and their sources. They don't know anything. They don't speak to my close circle. Okay, fine. We'll take you at your word there. But then Adam Schefter reaches out to get the true story and you, you know, you, you, you ghost him or you tell him a nice try, whatever the screenshot was, which nice was hilarious. Nice try, though. Same- same Maybe thing learn how to spell the word though, Aaron, if you're so yeah. smart. I mean, it's just like there's a chance to set the record straight with these reporters and you're choosing not to do it, but you're upset that they're not coming to you or that they're getting the story straight. So at every turn, he seems to be conflicted. He strikes me as a guy who has been a legend in Green Bay for a long time. He's won four MVPs. He's won a Super Bowl. He's one of the all-time greats. He has been catered to at every single turn. And he found out just how far he could push it. We see it on Twitter all the time. What's that? expletive around and find out chart Mm -hmm. you see it the old guy put it up not too long ago and it's a lesson for everyone he has played and toyed with them for years with this stuff to get a new contract complaining about the receivers feigning retirement and at every turn they have apparently acquiesced and now here we are he came out of the darkness retreat it turned out they have started looking to go in another direction and he was offended by it because you know how dare you do that to him so I don't think he's using anyone in any situation here I think he's genuinely lost in trying to figure out what's next I don't necessarily think the Jets are a done deal that he ends up with the Jets I think that that's the only option out there and that's what he's flaunting at the moment I mean, it's amazing that we're at a place where that's the option out there and the only option out there, but it appears that way. And that certainly cannot be a good situation then for the New York Jets in terms of their negotiating power. I mean, I feel like he took a flamethrower to the Jets with the negotiating power, whatever power they did have before this Pat McAfee interview, because he's made it very clear now that he does intend to play for the Jets. And then it's just up to the Green Bay Packers to get a deal done. But of course, the Green Bay Packers right now are going to try to fleece the Jets. And Aaron Rodgers kept saying things like, you know, they need to, you know, do the it's it's time now to do the right thing, you know, and and like he kept saying all, you know, I, I love the organization and my time there and blah, blah, blah. It's time now to do the right thing. And it's like he was trying to talk them into out of the good of their hearts just striking a good deal there with the New York Jets to get it done obviously the Green Bay Packers are looking at their future and when it's business it's business and it ain't personal and I doubt that they're going to do it just from the goodness of their hearts but it's going to come down to hey if you really want this guy you're going to have to cough up a lot for this guy and we know that you really want this guy because also those options outside of Aaron Rodgers for the New York Jets are drying up as well let's get back to your phone calls Triple Eight, say ESPN Ray is in Phoenix Ray thanks for the phone call what do you have hey um super excited for for the jets for one now if you look back at last year jets uh season three points 11 points nine points uh, obviously terribly atrocious and you, you say well rogers is on his decline you know what i think jets would be happy with a 28 cd 12 interceptions with rookie r- rookie receivers um, think about it. I mean, you throw that 28-12 into the Jets season last year, they're, what, are they going to be a 11-win team, 12-win team? This is certainly an upgrade for the New York Jets. I mean, from that perspective, if this deal gets done, then yes, this is an upgrade from Zach Wilson. I somehow became a weird staunch Zach Wilson defender here on ESPN. Yeah. I don't even know how that happened during the Zach Very Wilson, Mike, wait, wait days and, and, and pass. It was this weird swerve that my career took. And I'm not going to be defending Zach Wilson over Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's a very yeah, clear... Even Aaron Rodgers on a try. decline at 38 years old. You know, that would that it should be my shtick, actually. That would get us some run. It'd be good for you. It'd be good for you to see <laughs> test out those uh, legal chops trying to make that case. Um, 
Look, the Jets are going to be thrilled with it for two key reasons, 28 and 12. Number one is that they were, I believe, 28th in turnover differential last year. There's no bigger predictor of wins and losses in football than turnovers. All right? You improve upon the turnovers, and you would with Aaron Rodgers. You're going to win more games. But it's more important than that. Rodgers, even a, a, a reduced version of his MVP self, makes the Jets relevant That's what this is about. It's about being relevant. You are in a city. You are in a division where you are irrelevant. The Bills are the toast of the town in the AFC East. The Dolphins are on the rise. And even though the Patriots are sliding, people still pay attention because it's the Patriots. No one cares about you. Okay? In your own city, the Giants went to the playoffs. They have the coach of the year. Danny Dimes gets a new contract. They have precedence over you. It's a basketball town. The Knicks are red hot. They have precedence over you. The Yankees, need I say more, they have precedence over you the Mets spending 50 billion dollars to build a roster they have precedence over you maybe you can take out the Islanders but you're not taking out the Rangers it's about being relevant the Jets finally have a chance so they'll do whatever they can they can to become relevant Triple H say ESPN Tommy is on Long Island maybe he's in Long Island I'm never really sure how that one works Tommy thanks for the call what do you have on Aaron Rodgers interesting how you doing sunshine I love the Collie uh, Simon um, thing. And uh, back to uh, this thing, Simon the Godfunkel, Down in Silence. Yeah. You like the song, huh? Yeah. That's it? Uh, I, I thought Green Bay and the Jets were. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. We're listening. Go ahead, we Tommy. What do you have on Aaron Rodgers? Oh, I thought Green Bay and the Jets settled it. And it was up to Aaron Rodgers to come in. Now. We had to give up picks in order to get Rogers in a trade. Why did I say that Green Bay was all settled for it, and now it's up to the trade? Uh, thanks for the call, Tom. I mean, nobody, I don't think, had said that it was all settled at any point because you have to trade for Aaron Rodgers. He's under contract with the Green Bay Packers. The only difference here is that Green Bay appears to want to depart from Aaron Rodgers as well. So from that perspective, the two sides are on the same page. Whatever team ends up trading for Aaron Rodgers and the team that is trying to trade Aaron Rodgers away because they're fine with the idea of departing with Aaron Rodgers. But it doesn't mean that they're going to just do it for nothing, Joe. I mean, clearly the Packers are still going to want value for a guy who very recently had two back-to-back MVPs. The Jets are desperate. Rodgers clearly wants out. They know they can extract value out of this. I, I credit the Packers. Be careful, though. Tread lightly. Tread lightly when you have your hand in the lion's mouth because you don't want to go too far and blow the whole thing up. Again, he's going to cost you quite a bit of money against the cap, so you got to be somewhat accommodating here. I, I think ultimately what ended up happening here is that Rodgers, when he came out of this darkness retreat and found out, in his opinion, his words, that the Packers were moving in a different direction, he realized the one thing that was happening to him was the one thing he had tried his whole career to avoid, the Brett Favre ending. I think he was trying his hardest to avoid the Brett Favre ending. I know everyone's equating it to the Jets. Look at them following each other's footsteps. He came in. Him and Favre didn't get along. Eventually, the Packers had to push him out so they could turn it over to Rodgers. Rodgers, a few years ago, watches Jordan Love come in. Everyone's talking about how it's going to be the same thing. I think in his mind, 
He was good enough. He was better than enough. He was the guy who was better than Favre, and he was going to be able to write a different ending. He was not going out like Favre. He's going down as the better quarterback, and it's the exact same ending. And I think that's what's steaming him up, that he's going out the same way because his entire career, he has been in competition with Brett Favre. When he, it's not a secret today when he talked about it's debatable. He's debatably mm-hmm. the best player in franchise history. People start throwing up pictures of Reggie White and stuff like that. It's not about that. It's about Favre. Him versus versus Favre it always has been and now that he realizes he's getting run like Favre it is a harsh reality for him to face it's also so strange though that when this is the career ending essentially that you face you're going to do it the exact same way by going to the exact same team that seems so odd to me Matt Matt is in Atlantic City Matt thanks for the phone call what do you have for us yeah, Joe and Amber, I, everything Joe just said about Brett Favre 15 years ago signing with the Jets, I think when Aaron Rodgers was in that darkness retreat, he he heard a little bit of a Brett Favre voice maybe getting into his ear. He comes out of the darkness retreat, and he says, I want to play for the New York Jets. Now, the other thing is the, the Jets, are they're, they're not going to be the favorites. I think that it makes them a contender, but if you look at it, you still got Miami, they just signed Jalen Ramsey, okay? Buffalo's going to be in that mix. I think it's going to be a three-horse race. But I think for the city of New York, I think it's going to be fantastic. I mean, I know Ron Rodgers, but Danny Dimes got the contract. Aaron Waller, welcome to New York. Saquon Barkley, welcome back. Aaron Rodgers, welcome to Big Apple. Thank you. Uh, thanks for the call, Matt. Uh, yeah, listen, as a Dolphins fan, like I don't want Aaron Rodgers inside my division. I'd feel a lot better about it if it was Zach Wilson. <laughs> I'm not really looking Perfect forward to that. I, I, you know, I don't know if this I, this doesn't automatically equate to Super Bowl for me for the New York Jets, but it definitely makes my life a little bit more frustrating as a Miami Dolphins fan. Coming up next, we will get to more of your phone calls. Hang out for us. I see you, Scott, Rob, Matt, Frank, everybody, Triple Eight. Say ESPN. Joe and Amber's on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to us on the ESPN app. Joe and Amber, the podcast. We're going to get back to your phone calls. The phone line is still stacked with calls about Aaron Rodgers. Triple H, say ESPN 888-729-3776. We love when you join the conversation here on Joe and Amber. Amber Wilson, Joe Fortenbaugh hanging out with you. You can get at him on social at Joe Fortenbaugh. You can get at me as well at Amber W Sports. Joe and Amber is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. We're going to get to those calls in just moments. But first, Joe's got some free agency updates and he's going to try to earn you a little bit more money. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. This is the last pizza money option for tonight's slate. Throughout the rest of the show, we will be laying out some March Madness games for tomorrow, so stay tuned. This one tips off tonight, 10-10 p.m. Eastern. It's the Clippers minus 2.5 over the Warriors. Clippers got off to a slow start in the Russell Westbrook era, lost five straight, but they have quietly won. Three in a row by an average of eight points per game. More importantly, Golden State is absolutely abysmal playing on the road this season. They have seven road wins this year. It's March. They have seven road wins. That's one more than San Antonio, one more than Houston, and the exact same as Detroit, all three of which are actively tanking for the number one pick to get Victor Wembanyama. So ultimately... I don't think, see that changing tonight. I tried to bet on the Warriors on the road against Memphis like last week. Everything lined up perfectly, and they still got smashed. Pizza Money number two, Clippers minus two and a half over the Warriors. 
I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Do you envision yourself playing multiple years with the Jets, or is it just a one-year type thing? Be adults, settle it clearly, keep the kids in mind, and move on. More of your calls in just a moment. We love you. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And Amber is going to take over the train in just a moment. But we wanted to give you a free agency update. Miles Sanders, former Philadelphia Eagles running back, has agreed to terms on a four-year deal with the Carolina Panthers. Jamal Williams, former Detroit Lions running back, has agreed to a three-year deal with the New Orleans Saints to play alongside Alvin Kamara. We have some financials on that deal. It's a $12 million deal with $8 million guaranteed. And then finally, Fletcher Cox, defensive lineman for the Philadelphia Eagles, hometown discount, staying in Philly, one year, $10 million, even though reports indicate that he had more lucrative offers elsewhere, he wanted to stay with the team that drafted him. There you go. That's got to make Phillies fans feel pretty good. Let's get back to your phone calls here. Triple Eight, say ESPN. Davis in Arkansas. Davis, thanks for the call. Go ahead. Yes, man. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, just real quick, is anybody – I'm a Broncos fan. Is anybody getting some Russell Wilson vibes with this whole Aaron Rodgers thing? I'm starting to think George Payton is a genius. And if they gave the Broncos if – if Aaron Rodgers gave the Broncos a list of demands, I'm glad we passed that up because that is a crapshoot. Uh, but also, why why would Aaron Rodgers want to go to the Jets of all places? You got the Dolphins, you got the Bills, and you got the New England Patriots, all playoff caliber teams. He went from maybe a top five quarterback in the NFC to maybe at best a seven or seven to ten. So, just your thoughts. Uh, thanks again for the call. Appreciate it. I mean, he certainly is going from an easier division to a much tougher division and a much tougher conference. Joe, I do think that that's an interesting move. Of course, the Packers weren't going to trade him in conference. I mean, I think that that's really the conversation. Like, if he's not going to be a Green Bay Packer and he's still going to play professional football, then he's going to end up doing it in the AFC. Yeah, as far away as humanly possible, which makes plenty of sense. It's fascinating if you go back, what was it, two years ago, when he totally commandeered the headlines away from the NFL draft with his original, you know, request, demands, whatever it may be, and then tried to walk that back later. Denver was one of those teams that was rumored to be interested. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating to think now, as the caller pointed out, that it's possible he had his list of demands and there were some teams that said, you know what? Pass. It's not worth it. Not saying that's the case, but if it was, wow, does that shed some light on the situation? Well, and a lot of people are starting to feel like it has those same Russell Wilson vibes that that caller just mentioned. And of course, if it has those vibes, it's not going to be a very good story, at least not in year one for the New York Jets. We'll see. I don't know. Just because things didn't work out so far with Russell Wilson certainly doesn't mean that it won't here, I guess, with Aaron Rodgers in a New York Jets uniform. It just is peculiar that we are at this place with Aaron Rodgers to me, where it's the New York Jets are bust. Like that is the only organization that really, at the end of the day, ended up part of this conversation for Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about the limited market that it seems like is out there for Lamar Jackson. And we have to get into Lamar Jackson at some point because he can start talking to teams. uh, What, as of 4 p.m. today, I believe, teams could start talking to Lamar Jackson. But we've been talking about the, the limited market and the shrinking market here as free agency goes forth and some teams fill those holes there at quarterback like Tampa with Baker today. It's interesting with the Aaron Rodgers market has also been much more limited than I expected it to be. The situation after today, it feels like it's been a sloppy one. He tells you he went into the darkness retreat, 90% sure he was going to retire. All right, if that's the case, then 
teams probably knew about that. He probably told some people about that. He alluded to it. Then he comes out of the darkness retreat. Suddenly, instead of 90% retired, he wants to play, but he doesn't want to play for the team he's been with forever. He wants to go play for the Jets. So many moving parts here. So many things don't add up. It's possible that there are a lot of teams in the NFL that may have been interested, but when they sorted through all of this, they said to themselves, you know what? It's not worth it. We got to build a team for the future. We got to build a team to compete. We don't know if this guy's hard in it. Hard is in it. You got to ask yourself, you're 90% sure you were going to retire and now you're coming back. Are you coming back because you love the game? Because you want to win? Because you love the Jets? Or are you just trying to stick it to Green Bay? This is about spite. Hell of a move, but it's not going to work out. Yeah, why are you coming back if you were so close to retiring? And how motivated are you going to be if, in fact, you were that close to retiring? There's a lot of questions there. And there's even more questions when you look ahead to the future because it's not like this is a cheap quarterback by any means, even if he restructures. There's nothing about Aaron Rodgers that's going to be cheap. He's 38 years old. Are the Jets even making the right move that they put all their eggs in this basket? Would Lamar Jackson be a better choice, a quarterback that you could have have for the next 10 years if you hit on him. Aaron Rodgers, even if you hit on him, you're talking about the next year, maybe two, maybe three, if I really stretch reality. Triple H, say ASPN, more of your phone calls next on Joe and Amber. Joe and Amber, the podcast.